0: can i flip to the other side of the field there okay so KC wins the super bowl um and i had a i, I had a super bowl party and uh, one of my one of my buddies who watches the nfl but is not like you know totally locked in said is this team better off without tyreek hill and i thought that was a very interesting question um i said yes in a way because it it forced Mahomes to be able to spread the ball around where he's throwing to eight or nine guys um, every single game. And that varied attack makes it a lot more difficult for, I think, defenses to kind of lock in on one guy. We've seen that with Tyreek Hill. Um, where defenses have tried to lock him in, and then what does Mahomes do after that initial read? And maybe he gets a little crossed up. I don't know. I mean, look, Mahomes is like, he's like the goat, man. Like, he's awesome. Yeah, he's Um,
1: unbelievable, yeah. He's
0: unbelievable, man. But, like, at the end of the day, it's like, in a way, I kind of sort of felt like this was a really, really uh, interesting way to make him grow um, in terms of making reads and spreading the ball around. I don't know. I I was kind of torn on that answer, to be honest with you.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, better off without Tyreek Hill. I think like you're never better off without a great player. You know what I mean? I think that, right. Especially a guy like Tyreek Hill, who we talk about the gravitational force for some players, like the, uh, like dictating coverages to the opposing defense. Mm -hmm. That is Tyreek Hill. I mean, when you have, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, and Pat Mahomes out there, I mean, you're putting the defenses in a lot of bind that basically, like, you know, they could run out Demarcus Robinson for a ton of snaps as the, as the other guy out there and, like, have a mediocre run game. And who cares? Because, like, we're going to still put up points with these three guys out there. Everybody else doesn't really matter. Um, We already knew Mahomes was a great player. But, like, yes. leading the NFL in passing yards, winning the Super Bowl with this cast of wide receivers. With like, one leg. Is not, with one leg there is not a difference maker in that bunch. Okay. You know, Juju has seven for 53 and is in a social media back and forth. Like after the game, that's the most Juju Smith Schuster thing ever. Seven <laughs> catches for 53 and a yeah. bunch of social media stuff afterwards. Right, like right. He, we know Juju's not a difference maker, you know, reception perception shown that like, he's a pretty solid slot receiver, but that's about it. I thought Juju would be like a bigger, um, a bigger, tar- bigger target getter in the offense, just because he was going to be out there. He was out there. But to your point, like, When it called for MVS to have big games, he would have big games. Then he'd go back in the Super Bowl, have no catches, you know, like crazy. Kadarius Tony is a crazy athlete, but he's not a consistent down-to-down route-to-route difference maker. Sky Moore certainly was not a down-to-down difference maker as a as a rookie. I mean, Justin Watson's out there playing a bunch of snaps. That's what we're (laughs) doing here with the Chiefs. So I think Mahomes showed himself to be like a tier one of one quarterback in the NFL right now. What he's accomplished at the age of 27 is just absolutely absurd you know these guys like the fact that he has two super bowls and two nfl mvps before the age of 27 we've never seen that happen before you know it took brady 11 years to get to check those two boxes like this is unheard of stuff what we've seen him do and i mean again this receiver core just shows exactly why um why he can do that now i don't think that necessarily means that um at some point the chiefs won't add like premier frontline wide receiver talent, but they know now that they can get away with it and live in this version of it. I do think they have to think about life post Kelsey at some point, um, because like, let me tell you what, if they're running this receiver core out and like, you know, Noah Gray or Jody Forsen or whatever, one of these boys at tight end, like we're probably not getting the same results. Right, right, right.
0: Okay, so I, I would say this, and I think this is an interesting argument, um, that when they had Tyreek Hill, they took a lot more deep shots, right? And that's that's obviously proven itself true with uh, depth of target, all, all these kind of things, right? Okay, so interesting, though, that because there was so many little checkdowns, it prevented the Philadelphia pass rush from being able to get home. Zero sacks, zero sacks in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and uh, whatever was going on
1: with that field, but, you know.
0: Yeah, there is that too, but whatever. Uh, But but the bottom line is, I thought that's really, it's an interesting point that, okay, so here's Tyreek Hill. If he was on the field, you know Mahomes is going to be tempted to take some deeper shots. And probably that Mm -hmm. allows Philadelphia's defense to get home a couple more times because you got to hold the ball a little bit longer. And because he's spreading it around, the defense doesn't have anybody to quote unquote stop right? That, that's a, a big premise that we talked about on the show leading up to the Super Bowl is that where Philadelphia is strong is that outside corner where, where Kansas City wants to attack you is kind of sort of out of the slot, right? So it, yeah. it, it's like you're avoiding the strongest parts uh, of Philadelphia's defense. And I think that really helped Kansas City uh, make a 10-point turnaround uh, from the halftime break. Okay. So I'll ask you this, Matt. Again, they just won the Super Bowl. But there's already questions of does KC need to do they need to add high quality receivers? You figure Juju Smith is gone in free agency as well, uh, weakening an already pretty high, lackluster group of pass catchers.
1: Yeah, they can move on from MVS, uh, his contract as well. Uh, that's an right. option if they want to go that direction. I don't think they necessarily have to. Um, you know, MVS is not like a traditional deep threat either, right? Like Marquez no. valdez scaling not a traditional deep threat And in the terms of like Tyree Kill. Your point is really well taken about when Tyree Kill's out there, like, yeah, you, you better take a couple of deep shots a game, right? Especially when you're in homes and you can get it there, but... It wasn't as if the Chiefs offense didn't take and hit deep shots this year. I think they're just smarter about where they took them. I mean, they took them to guys like when Justin Watson would get open, when MVS would get open or or like even the tight ends. Like, you know, how often did uh like like these guys like Noah Gray have like bigger plays yeah. and stuff like that. So, it's within the structure of the offense. Um I do think that it would behoove them to, you know, maybe get and you know, even if it doesn't necessarily have to be with the first round pick. Um, there's not going to be a guy available in free agency. like We've talked about that. Juju is potentially – he's. I think Jacoby Myers is the best receiver available in free agency. I don't think it's particularly close because I think he has some better skills as a man-to-man route runner uh, than Juju Smith-Schuster does, and he has the same sort of slot stylistic style. So I like what Jacoby Myers gives you more than what Juju gives you, but there's – like who, DJ Chark, is he the best outside receiver available God. in free agency? Like, yeah, I, I don't know. So, I think that it, like a guy again, a guy like Sky Moore, they take in the second round, and and you know they're gonna try to develop him along the way. A guy like Kadarius Tony, they a distressed asset, they trade like a third round pick for or whatever, you know, develop him along the way. I don't think the Chiefs will take a big swing at wide receiver. Even Tyree Kill, right? He was a fifth-round pick. He fell for character reasons and stuff like that. Um, but I did read a piece, or I saw the people sharing a piece from Albert Breer basically saying that Kansas City had an offer from the Jets on the table last year for the 10th overall pick for Tyree Kill, and Brett Veach passed it up because he didn't want to be like the guy who traded Randy Moss and then drafted Troy Williamson, right? Like be the guy who trades Tyree kill and then drafts a prospect. who doesn't work out. Now he would have drafted Garrett Wilson. You'd think, or Chris Olave. Those guys turned out to be pretty damn good players. You know what I mean? So uh, I think that that, but that might inform the way that they build the team going forward. That, they try to draft these guys that are younger and try to grow with Pat Mahomes while also like you know taking some smart free agent swings like an MVS or a Juju or whatever and i think that's probably how they look to build the team going forward maybe eventually they take a big swing at wide receiver maybe in 24 after Kelsey's another year older i do think you have to keep considering the fact that Kelsey's getting a little bit older as you're building this team around the wide receiver position but no right. i don't think they necessarily take a big swing at wide receiver I, or Or maybe I don't. I don't think that they need to. I think they can continue to kind of piece uh, a group together like they did this year.
0: We talked about this before too, but I just don't want Andy Reid to go into that like Philadelphia style uh, where they had absolutely no one at at what. Don't do that, Andy. Listen to me. Don't Brett Veach. Listen. (laughs) Don't do that. No, I I don't want to see that. I don't want to see you know Patrick Mahomes having to do the heavy lifting. Uh, for 17 straight games and into the postseason, man. Like, let us not make that let's not make that a thing. Uh, in Kansas City, you know, the big splash too, and, and this is going around on social media. Like, new Copkins could get traded. Um, if we're talking about a window not closing, but like like let's say they're extending the championship window here for Kansas City, and we talked about you know again Kelsey getting a little long in the tooth. Okay, well, he's still very near the top of his game new Copkins, uh obviously an aging player as well he could extend that window if they draft young boy uh, you got sky Moore in the fold too a couple different things could happen i think you know if they end up taking a big swing on like nuke and then drafting a developmental um you know speed guy on the outside in the third or fourth round i think that would be to me an ideal um strategy for Kansas City. Extend that window. Bring in some name guys. Um, and then just try to win as many championships as you can while you can, you know. You never know uh in this crazy topsy turvy NFL when that window closes. So uh that would well, be my thought.
1: I I'll tell you when it's gonna close the day that uh Patrick Holmes decides he's not playing quarterback in the NFL anymore, or <laughs> or he you, <laughs> you know falls off the face of the yes. earth or something because right. I mean Right now, like what I I bet he gets like two or three more, two or three more Super Bowls. He's 27 years old, uh, like Andy Reid. You know, Andy Reid's not mean, like he's in his 70s I, or something. I know, I know, it's, I know it's I know. always hard to say. Like, you know, I said it about the Bengals last year. I said it about the Eagles this year. It sucks when you miss the opportunity because you don't know when you're going to get back here. Right? Like the Bengals got so close this year, they didn't get back to the Super Bowl. Um, the Eagles could not get back to the Super Bowl for like five years or something like that. Like that's certainly within the range of outcomes. It's just like what we've seen from Mahomes so far that he's been in an AFC championship game every season he started. You know, they have such a good infrastructure there. This will be like I do think there's no reason to to believe otherwise. Like I think this will be a Brady Belichick type of thing where they're in the mix every year. They're in the mix every year. They've already shown that they can shift their identity, you know, from season to season uh, mm-hmm. right like that that's certainly what that was a definitely a staple of of the Belichick Brady years and I think it's already a staple of the Mahomes Reed uh, combination yep. here. so I think as long as they have Andy Reed who who you know he's not like in his 70s or anything like that I think he's you know cemented as an all-time great coach as long as they have Patrick Mahomes, like they'll be in the mix here for for as long as possible now I say I don't there's no window or anything like that I think closing with Kansas <laughs> City I think it's wide open as long as uh, Mahomes is there and, uh, as and an available to play.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. Hey, Juju's probably going to be um, not back with Kansas City. I, I think that's pretty much a foregone conclusion here uh, for Juju. Um, where do you think he might end up? What's a, what's a good fit for Juju Smith-Schuster? So again, I think Juju gets, you know, dumped on just a little bit, but um, reception perception has shown. This guy has been really, really great against zone coverage, and he's a really, really solid slot receiver. What's a good spot for Juju?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, I've said this about Juju in like the lead up to this past year for fantasy that I think he's gone from being like really overrated as a player like that. That second season that he had, we had like a bunch of yards and touchdowns playing with um, Ben Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown. Like, I think that kind of misguided people as to what the player he he is. And like, yeah, he's, he's an easy guy to, to rip on and stuff like that, but he's, he's right. a rock solid slot receiver. And he was rock solid in his role this year. He had a, f- a few big games. He had some games where he had like seven for 53 and whatever. Like that's what you're going to get about like a average starting slot receiver, which is, I think what Juju has always been. He's an average starting slot receiver. Who's pretty good at, against zone coverage, but not, a man coverage beater. I kind of think the Ravens would be a good fit. Um, Wait, can I, can I
0: back you up a little bit? I feel, okay. Again, I was saying I might've been a little bit harsh on Shane Steichen. I feel like you're being a little bit harsh on Juju Smith Schuster here. I mean, we're talking about a guy that consistently is like, Every single time you chart guys that are, you know successful against zone coverage, he's right there in the mix, right there with some of the best hey. players in the NFL. I, I don't I think he's more than just a, a rock solid slot guy. I think he could potentially be one of the best slot receivers in the NFL. I just and again, I get it. I get it. Against man coverage, not so good. But as you have highlighted many, many times before, in the slot, that's not necessarily a skill set that you totally need.
1: The problem is he just offers you nothing downfield. I think that's the thing we've seen from you know guys like Cooper Cup or or guys like Amon Ross St. Brown, you know, sort of in that number one receiver that mm-hmm. can play in the slot. Um, even a guy like Ceedee Lamb, who who plays a ton as a slot receiver, I don't think, oh, yeah. don't think he he needs to play as a slot receiver, but he, he does play in the slot. You know, these, these guys at least can get you something on dig routes, can get you something on uh, you know post routes, some of that intermediate vertical stuff juju's just never offered anything there i think that's the biggest that's the biggest yeah, problem that's for fair. him and um and again like a guy that needs to play inside i think all these other guys we talked about like they play inside but like you can get out away with right. ross st brown as your flanker receiver in a number t- in two receiver sets uh if he's working on the outside juju just never has been able to offer that so yeah i don't want to be super harsh on him i just think Rocks look rock style is a starting slot receiver come on that's not that bad <laughs> all
0: right that's fine fair 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 enough
1: it's <laughs> not that bad he's just he's just like he's just not a number one and like I think he's a no, fine he's a number, number two type of target you yeah. know like I think he's but anyways there's there's plenty of there's plenty of, of use for that around the league it's just like what do you want to price it on I think the Ravens again are a good spot just because um I'd love for them to add a veteran receiver um, like, if they're a Jacoby Myers team, I think that would be even more exciting than Juju, like I said. But, you know, they hire offense coordinator Todd Monken to be their new play caller, by the way. Very excited about that. Uh, I think that'll be cool. I think, obviously, Todd Monken is a little bit more open-minded, a little more um, aggressive when it comes to the passing game, when the personnel has suited him throughout his NFL career. But he also showed, as Georgia's offense coordinator, like, they ran the damn ball more than they threw the ball this past yeah. year. Um, like, that. That's, that's within his wheelhouse as well. And I think Juju's like a – a tough guy, a guy who will do the dirty work underneath yeah. in the run game, stuff like that. I think that's why he, you know, if I'm talking about a guy who could fit with the Ravens, I, I think that makes a lot of sense there is they sort of look to grow their pass game, but also still, re- you know, theoretically Lamar's there. They still want to be like a, theoretically. a tough, physical run the ball team. Theoretically, theoretically, theoretically. <laughs> I think that's, like a, that's a potential good spot for him.
0: Yo, can I throw one out there? If we're talking about Baltimore and theoretically Lamar, how about theoretically Lamar with Atlanta? There's all these trade rumors potentially uh, going down there. But wouldn't again, uh, regardless of who the quarterback there is in Atlanta, don't you? I feel like Juju in Atlanta uh, would be a really good fit. Uh, He's got he could potentially have a role there. There's obviously a lot of targets available for him there. And Arthur Smith in that run game, man, like Juju, I think would be a great fit. Um, in Atlanta. Obviously a better fit if if they could get a premier quarterback, but even if it is Desmond Ritter, I think uh, overall Juju in Atlanta to me makes a lot of sense too.
1: Yeah, that would be fun. Again, another team that wants to run the ball but grow their pass game. I think they would certainly be in the use for somebody like that. I also, uh, how about the Tennessee Titans? They're another team that like, you can't just have Traylon Burks. (laughs) You can't just have Traylon Burks and and again, we don't even know exactly who or what Traylon Burks will be just yet but you can't just have him and nobody else you know Robert Woods like I think he showed he was kind of at the end end of the line there yeah, he is, um, yeah. Juju another guy that they are, they can get him as a run blocker you know sort of be an outlet receiver basically like be what they thought Robert Woods would be for them he's just a younger version uh potentially gives you a bit a little bit more there um would also obviously look Anytime you are talking about receivers, the bears need help. Okay. The bears need help
0: at wide <laughs> do, receiver. Do, do they ever? It's so bad. Do they
1: ever just Justin, Justin <laughs> Fields uh, said to me this week, like, I hope I don't have to run for a thousand yards again. You know, I hope <laughs> I don't have to do that because I think right. they'd like a bit more to go on in the past game there. Um, obviously they traded it. What it, uh, amounted to be a first round pick for chase Claypool. Don't love that. Um, you know, again, Would, I don't know. Hey, what wouldn't, ju- that, wouldn't
0: that be interesting though? Juju and chase Claypool. Just, all the old, uh, all the old, like
1: disappointing Steelers receivers. Just send them Absolutely. all to Chicago. Send them all Absolutely. to. Hey, what, what? Call up, call up the Steelers Antonio and Brown. ask them what it would take. Well. We call up Antonio Brown. Let's see what's well. going on. Well, <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Good. On. Nothing good. Nothing. Nothing good. Nothing good's going on. Let me tell you what's going on with Antonio Brown. Listen, you, good. you
0: you call up AB man. He'll give you two games before he goes wacko. It's all good. Let's make it happen.
1: I was. I was going to say you call up the CEOs and be like, hey, what would it take to get Deontay Johnson? I didn't expect you to go f- like fire <laughs> flamethrower take on the other side of there and say, might as well call up Antonio Brown. I mean, I guess I was going to say – the bears have money to burn. You might as well yeah. burn it on Juju just cause he's like going to give you some level of competency, but that yeah. would literally be burning money. If you are like, yes. let me call up Antonio Brown and uh, come in here and not just, not just burn <laughs> the money that we're going to give you, but burn the facility down on Absolutely. the way out of the door as well. And go. Justin Fields confidence, by the way, probably.
0: There you go. Um, Well, I mean, come on. Let's be real. The the funny thing is Antonio Brown's so good. He could walk in off the street, off of his most recent, you know, terrible music video and probably still get you, you know, uh, if he played a full season, probably still get you eight touchdowns because he's just that good. Yeah. it's just just
1: unrealistic to expect him to play a full season for. Oh, well, that's like,
0: like I said, he'll give you two good games um, before going wacko then you, you, you kind of like let him go for two games and then he's out the door it's fine you know it's like you rented him for four games it's, it's all cool um, great, <laughs> <laughs> great. <That's> awesome <laughs>